Welcome, everyone, to the GEG Washington Show. I'm Justin Talmadge, and I'm here today with Heidi Finley. Say hi, Heidi. Hi. Heidi is a fifth grade teacher in the Lake Stevens School District. And we are here today because we know the Hour of Code is coming up next week, and everybody's probably planning some awesome projects to do with their students, maybe off the code.org website or something like that. But Heidi, um, I remember a, a Google Plus post that she made, I think it was last June, I can't remember when, but I remember she talked about using um, some cool tools, some makey-makey boards, and I want her to talk about how she is, what she's planning for the Hour of Code next week, but also how she's infused uh, the idea of computer programming and some makerspace ideas into her classroom. So I'm going to go ahead and let Heidi uh, talk for a little bit. Hi. Um, I've done... We We've been doing the 20-hour um, course of, for Hour of Code in my classroom. So next week we'll be doing, um, I'm going to have my kids do the Star Wars one and have them, instead of doing Blockly, they'll do Java just to bump it up a little bit for them, make it a little more challenging. Oh, nice. Um, so then uh, what I do, and I kind of put it all together in science, is we talk about the flow of energy. And so with the Makey Makeys, they work because of flow of energy. And so last year we... Uh, created cardboard instruments. Um, really the only directions my kids got were create an instrument that you can code in Scratch and um, that will play through your Chromebook. Uh, I didn't know anything um, going into this. I knew the basics of how the Makey Makey worked. I really uh -huh. didn't know anything about coding. Um, I enlisted the help of Phil Biggs here in Lake Stevens to come in yep. and teach my kids some basics. Love he that was guy. amazed by Yes. He was amazed at how quickly my students picked up Scratch um, in all of his years. He hadn't seen that happen, and um, I attribute it to the fact that they did the 20-hour course through Code.org um, previously in the year. Okay. So throughout the project, they um, made their, their instruments, and they ran into tons of problems. Um, I learned a lot about wire, um, but I didn't solve their problems, and I didn't really want to know how to use Scratch or really want to know how to make it all work or have it all planned out because I wanted my students to really have to figure those things out on their own and um, experience some real-world problem-solving. Um, so a lot of them created their instruments but didn't think about how, to how they would wire it, so they closed it all up and then was like, well, how do I get the wires in? I said, I don't know. You let me know when you figure out that solution. Nice. Um, so there was some frustration. There were tears. There were I give ups. Um, but in the end, they all finished. Uh, the students um, uh, also worked with our music teacher, um, learning to play a song. And then they played a song together um, on their cardboard instruments. And the sound came out of their uh, Chromebooks. So um, I'd love I to see some you, pictures of this. Yeah. I can show you a few pictures. Let me pull that up. Here is, um, oh, I guess I need to screen share. Sorry. Yeah, Let no worries. So the first picture I'm going to show you is um, our marimba. And it's all of these are made out of cardboard and aluminum foil and wire. And so um, with a Makey Makey, you have to ground yourself. So my kids got inventive with this one. And they actually connected the ground um, so that it would go on the floor at, with their foot so that you wouldn't see it. They also, <laughs> um, they also built a shelf behind all the yellow 
pieces hanging down for their Makey Makey board because they decided they didn't want anybody to see their Makey Makey board. They wanted them to just see the cardboard instrument. Yeah. So that's one picture. Um, let me go ahead and show you another. This one is a guitar. And um, I'll go ahead and pop it out so that you can see it better. This guitar, my students actually went and borrowed a guitar from our kindergarten teacher and traced it because they wanted the actual shape but didn't want to have to figure out. So they came up with that solution on their own. And this group also um, wanted to hide their Makey Makey. So they wired everything and they struggled immensely because their wires kept getting crossed and so their notes wouldn't play. So they spent weeks trying to figure out how to get it so that the wires um, would be correct and all the right notes would play. But in the end, it ended up working, and they shoved the Makey Makey in the bottom there, and then they put another piece of cardboard over it so you didn't even see the Makey Makey as well. So let's see if I'm understanding this correctly. So from this picture, I see the Chromebook, and I'm assuming that on the Chromebook they used uh, Scratch. Yes. Uh, Scratch to do the coding. Um, yep. And then they've got um, a USB connector going into that block there. Yes. So we um, were having trouble with figuring out how to get the Makey Makey board to kind of stay steady and wires would fall out. So Phil and I did some research and found someone who had made a wooden block. And so we screwed all the Makey Makey boards to these wooden blocks, hammered in a bunch of nails so that all the kids had to do was then attach wires to the nails. And then the little wires wouldn't come out of the Makey Makey board. Um, and then it's all connected through USB. You don't need any software um, to run a Makey Makey. It just plugs in and it's like an extension of your keyboard. Yeah. And so when you program in Scratch, you're programming letters on your keyboard. And then you go in and you have to um, modify your Makey Makey board through their program to say what letters you want each port to be. Okay. And, and what does a Makey Makey board actually look like? Um, let me see. Oh, I have one right here in my drawer I can show you. Awesome. Let me pull it out. This is actually one that my students so graciously broke. And um, <laughs> the Makey Makey company, if you purchase them, will replace them for $10. You're but kidding. don't replace them too often because then they'll start to wonder what's going on. <laughs> um, but let me unscreen share. Yeah. So that you can see it. There we go. So this is a Makey Makey board. This is what the front looks like. On the front is pretty simplistic. You can use your arrow keys and your um, mouse clicks. Okay. On the back is actually where my students were working. And all of these little black pieces here are little holes. And these are what we... Um, those are the inputs. Uh, those are the inputs. And that's actually where we... Ch and they're already... Um, uh, Sorry, my phone's ringing. Um, they're already assigned to a letter, but you can reassign them. Okay. And so there are, like, I think a total of, like, 16 different ports. And then on the bottom is the earth, so where you have to ground um, your Makey Makey. If you don't ground it, it doesn't work. And I made my own instrument. I made a piano just because I wanted to go through the process, but I didn't tell my students. Um, and I spent hours trying to figure out why it wouldn't work, and it came down to the fact that I wasn't grounding it. So, <laughs> What a great learning process for you and your students. And it sounds like you were learning right along with them. Mm -hmm. was, that, was that hard for you to um, sort of give some of that control of the curriculum and not to have everything sort of 
all I felt like you were really allowing the students to do inquiry learning and to to just love the process of of it all was that hard for you is that something you're comfortable doing it's not something that's hard for me and I just assumed that all teachers did that um, I've come to learn that when I talk to people about what I've done they're amazed and they're like how do you let go and I go I just let go because that's life and for me I want my students to be able to problem-solve there's never they're never gonna have a teacher with them all the time to tell them how to do everything and I think all too often we tell our kids how to do things step by step and we don't ever let them figure it out and you know as an adult so I've figured out how to change my garbage disposal by watching YouTube videos or mm -hmm. fix mm -hmm. my washing machine by watching YouTube videos. I didn't have anybody to tell me how to do it. And that's the type of learner I want to create in my students is so that they're learning how to do things on their own. And they're learning that they can learn things and they can trust their own problem-solving skills. Oh, that's phenomenal. So that's what you did, I guess, last year. What do you have planned this year, maybe for the Hour of Code next week and, and beyond? So uh, next week we're going to, like I said earlier, we're going to do, I want to push my kids more into the JavaScript side of like the, um, on the Hour of Code website, the Star Wars or the Minecraft. I've got kids who love both. Mm -hmm. um, but what I'm going to do this year is I was able to get some Sphero balls. Um, and we are going to, which are programmable. And we're going to um, create Mars rovers. And my kids are going to research the terrain of Mars and recreate the terrain of Mars and then create a Mars rover and program it to go through the terrain of Mars. And then to uh, wrap it all up, they're going to create their own commercial for their Mars rover uh, and explain why people should buy theirs and not someone else's. Oh, wow. Using, awesome. And we'll use Wii Video to create that commercial. So you're building in some sort of language arts skills as well as persuasion and yep. that sort of thing. Nice. And how long do you expect that to take? Uh, well, I'm expecting it to take maybe a month, but it will more than likely take longer. Yeah. I got the Spiro Balls through Donors Choose, so I've got to get some stuff done for them and thank you letters and whatnot. Yeah. And then later on in the year, I was also able to get a 3D printer. So um, I'm going to have my kids create some things with 3D printer. What's, what sort of computer-assisted design software is available for the Chromebook to be able to do 3D printing? Um, we're going to use Tinkercad. Okay. And so um, Phil Biggs and I did some research and found out that with Tinkercad we can get the right, uh, make the right uh, type of files that will print with the 3D printer that I got. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I, I know you have to get to your job, but yeah. um, but I did want to thank you so much for for being willing to share your experience with coding and with project based learning and with some makerspace stuff as well. I, gosh, I really hope that you're willing to to share some of your experiences, maybe at upcoming conferences or even just with people if they have questions of you about how to get started. Um, can they email you or connect with Absolutely. you on the Google Plus community? They can connect with me through the Google Plus community, or you can email me. Um, my work email is Heidi, H-E-I-D-I, underscore Finley, F-I-N-L-E-Y, at lkstevens.wednet.edu. That's a little, bit of a, a little bit of a mouthful, but yep. um, that was Heidi underscore Finley at, uh, at what again? lkstevens.wednet.edu. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
Great. Well, um, thanks again to you, Heidi, and thanks to everybody who who's watching. Uh, just know that you can access this uh, this video feed on demand in the Google Plus community, as well as the audio feed. If you want to subscribe in iTunes, just search for G E G W A Show. That's G E G W A S H O W, and uh, look for another episode coming up in the coming weeks. Take care, everybody. Thanks bye bye. For having me. You're welcome.